There's so much that I put on it, what I'm supposed to be or who or how I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. And Welcome to Conversations with Sarah, a podcast where you get to listen in on some of my most interesting and personal conversations. I'm Sarah Samuel, and today we're talking about work. Before I get started, I want to say thank you to all my friends and family members who have agreed to let me air their personal thoughts and opinions on my podcast so far. This podcast could obviously not exist without you, and I know that it takes courage and vulnerability to share yourself on a public forum like this. I feel lucky and grateful to be surrounded by people who are so authentic and open, and I want you to know that your stories are valued and appreciated. I also want to thank those of you who have been listening. If you like the podcast, please leave me a rating and review. It'll give me a boost of confidence to know that you're listening, and it'll also be helpful for others to find it. Okay, now for the topic at hand, work. I've been trying to put this episode together for a couple months now, unsure how to piece apart this huge topic, unsure if or how to share personal things about myself, how to frame it, and where to start. I've written and rewritten the copy, changed around which clips I want to use, and considered skipping the topic of work altogether. Because no matter which thread I've tried to pull about the topic of work, I've been left overwhelmed, paralyzed, and spiraling into shame and existential dread. Here's a conversation with my friends, Chelsea and Natasha, to give you a little sample of my mindset around all of this. Where is it positioned in your house? In my bedroom. Oh. Your bedroom lamp. I have two bedroom lamps, though. Is it stage left of your bed or stage right? <laughs> which one's stage left and which one's If you're, you're in your bed. standing on stage. If, you're, if the <laughs> stage is your bed. If you're in the bed. If I'm in the bed, it's up to my left. Oh, okay. That's stage left. <laughs> If you're looking at the stage, that's stage, stage left. left. <laughs> but if you're on the but stage, but it would be to your right if you walk like into audience the right, door. house yeah. right. Exactly. I just know these things. Back I mean, when I was a thespian, again. am I a thespian? It's very easy. You are. Is that all we do? Yeah, we're thespians. I'm gonna say I'm a thespian from now on. When people ask what I do. Do people ask you what you do? Literally, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that must being be an interesting asked, challenge. Being asked what I do is my literal worst nightmare. Yeah. It really <laughs> is good fodder for podcasting. It is. It's Potter. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's my worst nightmare because, obviously, as you know, I don't really do anything. <laughs> that is not true. It's not easy to describe, and I also a lot. Most of the things that I do, I don't get paid for. So, right. Even like when I was working for the Absolute Worst podcast, even though that was like a legitimate part-time job in terms of like the hours and effort I was this putting in. Last alcohol. Don't let me drink any more than this, okay. and I mean it. Can you take that wine with you when you leave, though? Sure. Because I feel like you'll drink it sooner than I will, which will be never. This is really my last. Oh my don't God. let me in anymore. Okay. Future me might. Oh, wait. Rally I, have, it. So I yeah. have to say something about future you. Yeah. Future all of us. But first future I Future all of us? First I want to say this. Okay. About you. That about was me. a brilliant thing that I fucked up. Start it again. Start again? Yes. So, yeah. I wait. Hate, I, so asking <laughs> what you do is literally your worst nightmare. It's my worst nightmare. And which makes it really hard to... Let's see. There's a cap on the bottle. So I know. That it but I still feel like, like residual lines are going to be like everywhere. <laughs> 
Is that another tiny backpack? It's a lunch bag, I think. <laughs> I was like, how many tiny backpacks do you have? Um, it makes it really difficult to, like, get close to people. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it... Obviously, when I'm close, when I'm as close as I am with, like, you guys or someone who, like, knows me well, there's, like, a certain barrier that can be crossed and then it's fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I'm just getting to know people... It's really hard because I don't want them to ask you what I do. And that is, like, the most basic question uh-huh. that you could ask a person that you don't know. Wait, so, but people will continue to ask you that. So can we rehearse some possible answers? But you won't have an answer. I don't have an answer. But why? Because you do so many things. But what do I say? That's what I'm saying. We should rehearse some ideas. So I have several ideas. Okay. You could say you're a student. You're studying. Well, I don't think you should lie. Oh, you are studying. Well, I am. You so are. I'm sorry. <laughs> there are a few different things that I do, but when people just ask, so if someone's like, oh, what are you doing? Or like, mm-hmm. what are you working on? Yeah. I would always have an answer for that because I always am working on something. But when people just ask me like, what do you do? I've started to just like say like, I'm, I don't have a job. Like I'm not employed. Well, I think is actually I think- maybe the most gives me the most relief to say because that is like technically true I've been what do you think people are really trying to get at when they ask that question you're just trying to learn more about that person right but I feel like maybe people are like what do you do during the day like people just want to know like how you spend your time yeah well I mean people at the theater I ask them what do you do when you're not here Hmm. I feel like that's a more open-ended I thought of like different ways of like how do I say like oh I recently had an uh, came across <laughs> received an inheritance or something and like the other thing that I think about too that I've been thinking about recently is like because I've been so hard on myself about mm-hmm. it because part of it is like yes I get this money but also I don't have a job yeah and I live you off feel of like it. responsibility or like a yeah I'm kind of like well why am I just even if I get this, I should still be working, you know, or I should still have like my own income. And here's an example of an emotional breakdown I had as I was trying to record some unscripted commentary for the episode. Apologies ahead of time for all the sniffling. Like there's just so much that's wrapped up in work, I think for me at least. And I'm sure for a lot of people, it's like such a commonplace, you know, thing. Everybody works, everybody, you know, has some kind of job, everyone has some kind of income, but it's, like, not, in my experience, like, this simple thing, and I keep just, like, berating myself. Like, every time I try to talk about it, I'm just like, you're making excuses for yourself, and, you know, I have this, like, voice in my head. It's, like, a very specific kind of, like, the things that that it's saying are, like, It's definitely saying that I'm just trying to make excuses and that I'm, like, just avoiding basically, like, growing up. It's, like, crazy how much shame I feel about it. Because I just feel like I've just, like, lived my entire life, like, completely wrong, you know? Like, I was on track for, you know, up until, like, I graduated from college. It's like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah, I just feel like I've, like, lived my life, like, entirely wrong. And I know that that's, like, 
stupid because there's no right way to live. Like, whatever the right way is, quote-unquote, is just, like, rules that somebody else, like, made up about, like, what we're supposed to do. But I don't know if they're, like, rules that I made up or rules that were taught to me, but I haven't been living by them. I mean, I've been trying to, but I don't know. I just, like... I don't know, I just can't, like, I can't, like, I want to say, like, I just can't, like, get, like, a regular job, and then I'm, like, why, I don't know, I just, and, like, what, I don't know, I just feel like I'm making excuses for myself, I want to ask, like, well, what is a regular job, there's, like, a million different types of jobs, and I've, like, had a lot of different types of jobs, too, but I just, like, don't, haven't really liked any like I would give anything to like be in a job that I really liked but I guess like everyone feels that way and they still do the jobs that they don't like like I'm just like oh why can't I just suck it up and like be like everyone else and just work hard and like find the good in things that I'm doing why couldn't I have just like found something and stuck with it or like built some kind of portfolio or resume or like I don't even know like I don't know I feel like I'm just talking about nothing I just feel like I'm like gonna be judged so hard I guess I'm like judging myself really hard so I can't really escape that either have to like keep it to myself and like just continue to feel like shame and self-judgment or share it and like find compassion for myself and like let whoever wants to judge me judge me outside this probably sounds like so dramatic (laughs) I don't know I'm sure for some people it's just like a stupid simple like easy thing but It's just been, like, so much, like, suffering, you know, self-imposed suffering, self-imposed, like, torment for, like, years and years now. I just, like, wish I could just, like, accept myself how I am and, like, accept the choices that I've made and, like, not feel like... A complete failure. I feel embarrassed to share all of this with you. I feel embarrassed that the concept of working, a commonplace activity that everyone experiences, a cornerstone of the American lifestyle, the most basic of all basic things, gives me so much anxiety. Work is a huge topic, and there's a lot I want to talk about that doesn't necessarily have to do with my own insecurities, and I've considered leaving out my story. But then I thought, what's the point? If I'm not going to be courageous, if I'm not going to be honest and authentic, then why am I even doing this? Brene Brown says, owning our story can be hard, but not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it. Embracing our vulnerability is risky, but not nearly as dangerous as giving up on love and belonging and joy. I feel like in an attempt to hide my relationship with work and money and my experience with it, I've been giving up on belonging and joy. 
Like I told Chelsea and Natasha, it keeps me from getting close to people. Brené Brown also says that vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. And I think I'm really starting to understand what she means by that. I had a thought as I was working on all of this that perhaps art is an avenue toward self-compassion. In sharing courageously and fully and authentically, we show compassion for ourselves because we say, even if everyone turns on me for putting this into the world, I think it's important enough and valuable enough to share. If I can't accept myself, then how am I supposed to create something really and truly new and meaningful? Any part of myself that I tried to hide automatically becomes an inhibition to my creativity because it stops me from being truly present as I try to hide and maneuver around it. So here we go. I will try not to be too self-indulgent as I untangle this knotted ball of shame in an attempt to love rather than hate myself, and I will share with you my findings in hopes of bringing light to the very complicated and nuanced concept of work. I expect this topic to go on for a little while. I want to talk to as many people as I can about their ideas and experiences with success, with money, with jobs and working, the grind, with capitalism and American culture, and just all the things that can go into work, creativity and artistry and just all of it. But I'll begin with a conversation between myself and my life coach, Julie Shazat, who you heard on my intuition episode, episode one. One of my main questions in all of life, but especially as it relates to work, is why do we do what we do? There are so many things that we all do all the time without really thinking about it, just because it's quote unquote the right thing to do or the thing we were told to do or the thing that everyone does. As it relates to work specifically, I wonder, do we work for money? Do we work to express our passion? Do we work to serve? Do we work for title or ambition or accolades? Do we work to produce just for the sake of producing? These are questions I started asking myself very early on, the moment I left college and realized I didn't have a clue as to what I wanted to do with my life. It's been difficult for me to know truly how I want to spend my time and what I want to contribute to this world because I've had so many judgments and expectations surrounding career. The last eight years have been difficult for me in part because I haven't been able to feel content in what I'm doing at any given time. It always feels like I should be doing more or doing something different. So in this conversation, Julie and I are talking about contentedness as I slowly peel away the layers of thought about what I'm supposed to be doing and what I deserve to reveal what simply is. Okay. Yeah. Can I tell you now? Okay. So I feel like an insight that I had might be starting to seed for you, but I'm not, I'm just going to tell you what it is. Okay. So I remember hearing, um, George Pransky talk about the fact that we could be content all the time. And when I first heard that, I was like, really, can we? Yeah. Like, I didn't totally understand it. Yeah. And that has continued to deepen for me. And so what it looks like is I realized that I am content way more of the time, regardless of what's happening outside of me. And a similar deepening of it was that I started to feel the good feeling in my relationship with Drawer rising, Mm -hmm. but nothing was changing. He wasn't changing. It had nothing to do with anything changing other than the good feeling. And so, I'm going to see how I can say this in a way that makes sense, but like, I was like, oh, I think that potentially you're starting to see that your contentedness comes from inside of you and has absolutely zero to do with the outside circumstances 
And what that changed for me is when I'm content, I don't follow a lot of thinking because I don't feel... You're not trying to fix something or fill in a hole or something like, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good way of saying it. And so then I just start to follow inspiration more because if I'm content, the only thing that really is that moving to me is inspiration. So it's like I have a... Because I found that contentedness more deeply inside for myself, like that it was inside, it helped me discern the quality of thinking I was following. Now that will continue to deepen forever, I'm pretty sure, but it's much deeper than it was when I first saw it. Does that make sense Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Okay. That was it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, And you felt like maybe I'm... I feel like you're starting, starting to see to that. Feel that because even when you said, "Yeah, I urgent think you're right. thinking," it was like that is waking up to that. Yeah. Well, it was that insight was really interesting because I was still. It was interesting because I knew I knew I was having all these thoughts because I was going back and forth, and I know now <laughs> that the back and forth is like something that happens a lot, and that it usually means that I don't have enough information. It's not, I know that it's not that I'm trying to pick between intuition and not intuition. Because I feel like before, that's what it felt like. like. I was like, there's a right answer. One is my intuition, one is not, and I have to pick which one that's freaking genius. is right. Yes. But, so I knew not to buy into that. But then, it was, I was with Jeremiah doing acupuncture, and we were kind of talking about all the things and three principles and everything, and when I left, I was just like, I guess I really just want some clarity. And I just felt, you know, really calm after acupuncture. <laughs> I was just kind of left with that sort of, like, intention. Mm-hmm. And as I was, like, walking here, um, I, all of a sudden, it hit me. And I was like, oh, I'm, even though I'm not buying into the thoughts, I'm still buying into the urgency. That was genius. So it made me be like, oh, you can a feeling that I need to pick one that, or that I need to get over the back and forth thought like there was so many there was like two layers to it I guess you could say um do you see how lit up my eyes are <laughs> yes I do <laughs> it's not recordable audio wise but I'm glad you can see it her eyes are like fireworks they're burning me <laughs> They're like suns. They're like lasers. <laughs> lasers. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you're right about coming into feeling more like. I guess I guess there's an element with the contentedness too for me that of letting being content in the contentment because I feel like in times of contentment I will often try to like switch it up or something like it starts to feel. Like, I've kind of noticed that recently in all of this, too, of, like, in moments where I do feel kind of more content and more like, oh, things are good. I'm like, okay, but, like, what now? You know? So there's... Her eyes are lit up again. Ow, they're hurting me. <laughs> I'm burning. I'm burning. I'm burning. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that's true, yeah. what you just said. Um, do you want to say more? Why do you want to say more? <laughs> I'm happy to hear you because you're saying genius um, things. I yeah, so I feel like there is yeah. Wait, what did I just say? Wanting to like get out of the contentment? Is that what I just said? 
you feel content and you're like, and then but it what makes next? Me, ah, yeah. There's a book called The Unbearable Lightness of Being. Have you read it? By Milan Kundera. I know that title. It's like that feeling. <laughs> The unbearable so lightness of being. Yeah, there's like a feeling of wanting to. And I guess it's natural, like, you know, you're. No one. It's. You know, and I guess contentedness is not the same maybe as stagnation. And I think that's maybe like where it feels like, oh, I'm content and now I'm stagnant. Yeah, it's a misunderstanding that people have about content feeling content. Yeah. Just because I feel content doesn't yeah. mean nothing new is coming. So it's like I need to create drama or I need to create something else. Okay, so here's the thing that you just saw that is so cool and I forgot that I saw this at one point and it was really helpful was um, because I had become so used to the stirred upness of my yeah. mind, feeling content was uncomfortable at first because I wasn't used to it. Yeah. It's kind of like I had that same experience when I like decluttered my space and then I'm like, oh, there's so much space in here. I need to But then you get used up. to it yeah. and then you're like, oh, that now that other amount seemed like crazy. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel like the let's say this is how content I felt with my first insight. No wait. Let's say this is how content I felt. I'm doing a metaphor, She's but putting like, your hands very close together. <laughs> And then I had the insight, yes. and I felt like 10% more content yeah. than zero. Yeah. And that was uncomfortable. And then all of a sudden, I felt 30% content. Yeah. And now 10% content looks like there was a time where I only felt content yeah. 10% of the time. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like it expands, and you have new bandwidth for yeah. those feelings. Yeah, that makes sense. So I feel like you've seen a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of things that are kind of unraveling right now. I definitely feel like I'm in a period of, like, transformation in this. Mm-hmm. Or just seeing a lot of new things. Because then life. when you're content, there's nothing to do from yeah. a sense of urgency, which is what you saw. Yeah. I also had this feeling of, um, like, the other day I came in here and... I kind of like wasn't inspired to like work on anything that I had brought with me and so I was kind of sitting and I was like feeling this like space which kind of felt like nothing I actually like, sort of wrote a poem about it but it was like I was like ah like I feel this empty space part of me felt like oh this feels nice what could you know because I was like oh there's creative potential mm-hmm. but then part of me was like I should just smash it like I was thinking of it like an empty pot or something that like doesn't have a seed in it doesn't have soil in it and you're like what do I do with this do I like give it away and just throw it out or do I like plant a seed or do I see what else comes you know of it do I smash it into the ground there's like yeah <laughs> exactly there's like I guess in like that empty sort of like empty space there's like opportunity to either sit with it longer and see what comes or or you get an inspiration and you do something like that or you do something that you've always done with it you know for example like the thoughts start coming in yeah and going (laughs) and that's what they're used to doing it's like oh empty space like I'm gonna fill it you know but then it's like do I just let that happen I don't know I love it I feel like that's related to like the contentedness I guess and can totally. being content and like not knowing what's gonna happen or yeah. not knowing the right 
But, uh, yeah. Being content with the not knowing. That's a very genius statement that you just said. Now I'm staring into your soul <laughs> to see if you heard me. <laughs> There's just part of me that's like, well... Yeah, I keep listening, you know, I keep listening, I've, I've been editing the recording of the, uh, I, so I talked to you about intuition and my stepmom and then this is my friend David, and something that definitely, like, keeps coming up for everyone is, like, when I'm having intuition, I just know what the answer is. There isn't, like, a back and forth, like, it's just so clear. And so I keep thinking of that and being like... I don't feel that clear Yeah, <laughs> about the things I'm trying to decide between. Yeah, totally. It's so good. Because even if you just know that you're not that clear, it's helpful to realize that that's not currently where you are. Yeah. So it's not an intuition that's right. happening. It's, it's not wisdom yet. Yeah. I guess that, there's like part of me that's like, but was it wisdom? And then all my thoughts came in with like, no, don't do that because blah, blah, blah. You, know. you don't need to know. Because yeah. when you know, you'll know. Right. It's like to look the timing is right too for what's going to come right. up in present. What did you say the timing with? Like, it's like about timing also. And like, I don't know what the timing is. Yeah. And being content with the not knowing. Yeah. That's why I said that's so genius. There's a feeling of like maybe being afraid to miss the boat, I think. That's like a, yeah. something that has been coming up a little bit. There's also a feeling of being really happy and being like, oh, I'm getting what I want, and then being like, oh, no, wait, no, I don't really, like, or feeling, like, just uncomfortable with it in some way. Kind of like when I went on the second cruise, <laughs> and I didn't know, um, the first one was, like, so awesome, and I was like, wow, it'd be so fun to go on another cruise and, like, see traps and that again, and, like just be on a cruise because I like loved it so much and but it seemed so crazy and like extravagant to do that so then when it kind of like happened without that much like effort I was like really you know like I get to do this was yeah, it like that yeah it's interesting I love how light it feels when you're talking about that yeah which I find to be helpful in terms of directionality and navigating you know yeah. so it's like I started to get a sense for lightness and I started to realize how good it felt and yeah. how effortless it was and how I didn't actually figure much out mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah yeah actually as you said that I I could feel like some kind of film I feel like lifting like or I don't know if it like lifted but it became almost like it waved and I could see it yeah I love that that's so cool yeah where I was like oh I'm having some yeah I can see I can see more how much thought I'm having around certain things totally when it, it feels like is that clarity <laughs> but then to see yeah yeah when like, you actually oh, not, see it it's like it's different than when I just think I see it. Yeah. And then when I actually see it, yeah. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that was there. Like, it makes the invisible visible. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that doesn't make sense anymore or, you know, it just changes how I see things. Mm -hmm. I really like what you're seeing. I think it's very cool. I'm realizing it's like a topic that I've just put so much on, on it. 
what which topic? like work and yeah, yeah, yeah. all of these like everything that I'm kind of well because right now it, it feels a little bit like work conflated with like relationship or with friendship or things you know as I'm like should I apply here you know yeah totally there's like multiple things kind of going like bah, 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 like all of these kind of like I feel like they're deep kind of um, I don't know, beliefs or something that are kind of like coming up and being like, wait, 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 wait. Um, Look at me, look at me. Yeah. And yeah, so like, I feel like I'm like, how do I, like, what's the word? Like, go through all of those things or how do I piece them apart and figure out what they are, what's real about them? But I guess. What are you seeing? What are you seeing around that? That I like just probably don't have to do that. But it feels like I'm just, oh, like, just, yeah, wrecking. I guess just recognizing that it's there. Because I feel like I've been, in some ways, like, walking through this thing where I'm like, I can't see, I can't see, you know? Yeah. I'm just like, okay, I guess, like, I'll just keep walking and hope that, like, I can see at some point. And then it's, yeah, and I feel like, yeah, the urgency, then I was able to see the urgency, and then I was able to see, I don't know. I'm just seeing how much is put on it. So it kind of feels like, yeah, it's like caked on there in some way. Yeah, it's so cool. Because <laughs> even what you said, like, you could yeah. not have said to be content with the not knowing, or however you said it, but yeah. it, I think it was that idea. You couldn't have said that unless you saw something new. Hmm. Yeah. Because that's a very different orientation to things than yeah. urgency. Yeah. I mean, I do feel like there are many times when I do feel very content with the unknowing. I feel like that's something that I've like, explored a lot, but not but I get, but not in this particular situation. Yeah, and there's like part of me that's just like, okay, things are okay right now. Like, I don't need to, you know, I don't need to, I don't know, this is part of it too. It's like, I don't need to fix it. But there's part of me that's like, but I, maybe it's like a fear of losing it or something yeah like contentment and then being like oh no I'm content I'm gonna lose it I need to do something to make sure that I keep it or something totally so many yeah so many things I really get that I used to I used to have that pretty probably stronger than I do now I don't really remember what it felt like but what I find interesting now is the more content I get It just doesn't occur to me as much to think about losing it. Yeah. <laughs> but that started to look like what I hear you saying and what I experienced was that all of a sudden being content looks like a real thing that actually happens. And that's fine. There's like nothing wrong with it. Like it doesn't actually go anywhere. We just forget it. You know what I mean? Like, like that it's always available. Yeah, it's always there. You don't have to just... fear losing it. It's almost like if there was like a line on the ground and you were like walking on it, and then you like stepped off of it, and you're like, oh no! But it's like no, it's, it's, it's still like there. The... Just step over. Yeah, totally. Just one more step. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so it started to look more real to me, like tangible you know, than what I had seen before. Yeah. 
So I just think you're looking in a really helpful direction yes. from my experience because it grows yeah. and it starts to inform us about what's true, you know what I mean? Naturally. Yeah. And I just think it's phenomenal what you saw around the urgency. I think that's very, very helpful. Yeah. I love it. I'm so excited. Thank you. It's really exciting. <laughs> I couldn't have, I couldn't have gotten here without you. <laughs> yes, you could have. And I love being with you on this journey. <laughs> but it's like to me, it's exciting because you're feeling your natural state more deeply, right? Similar to me, when I saw my natural state more deeply, that was helpful. Yeah. Because I knew what it. I started to understand what it was. When people would talk about natural state or like true nature, I was before I really got it, I was like, why are they saying that? Yeah, what are they talking about? Who who knows what someone's true nature is? Yeah. But then when I started to relax and I started realizing there's a feeling in me that comes alive and guides me, I was like, Oh there's a good feeling to true nature. It's crazy, like, as you're talking about it more and more, I just yeah, I keep being like, oh, it's almost, yeah, it's like crazy. Like, I'm like, oh, I can see how caked on all this stuff is. It feels really like a lot. I'm like, wow, wow. You know, because I feel like, I don't know. I guess I think of myself as someone who does get into like a meditative state pretty easily or like, you know. But I also am like, know that I've had a hard time like relaxing. And every time I go to like a body worker, they're like, oh what's wrong like why are your muscles like this <laughs> um, so I also know that I'm like probably struck I mean and I know that I like feel stressed a lot but I don't know like as you're saying it I'm just like wow wow so much I've just put so much on everything totally I mean I'm just saying that because I really really <laughs> yeah. like when I started to see like now I can see that um, I think I knew that I was stressed, but what I didn't understand was how frequently I was stressed, the frequency with which I was living in stressful thinking. Yeah. And then as I started to see that frequency decrease, I, it, like it stood out to me. Yeah. Oh. And even recently, I just went through a period about a month ago, I would say, where I had a lot of stressful thinking. And then I had like a pretty major insight that came in. And I was talking with Rohini and she was like, oh, that makes sense that you had stressful thinking and then an insight came. And I was like, oh yeah, that does make sense. So it's like I can see even... Um, just how cool it is that we don't even know how free we can get. Yeah, you know that's I mean? like the feeling that I have right now. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I feel like I've gone through this so many, I've gone through so many layers and so many doors already. Yeah. You know, like, I'm so drastically different than I was a year ago, but like, especially like 10 years ago, you know, like I wasn't, just the awareness mm -hmm. and like, that I am aware of, <laughs> the expandedness of the awareness that I have. Yeah. It's so different, like I know that. Um, 
but yeah, I feel like as we're talking right now, especially, I'm just like, wow, like I feel like I'm getting also some hints of the, you don't have to be more than you are, like what would that, what does that mean, you know, like what would that really feel like, it's hard, I feel like that, that one's been a harder one for me to really incorporate, really really, yeah, yeah. it's like I could get like a glimpse or something, or I can understand it or know it in certain ways, but right now, yeah, I feel like I'm having like a moment (laughs) where I'm like, oh, that would change everything, the way that I act, and the choices that I make, it would change everything. Totally. Yeah. Do you feel like, though what you're seeing in this conversation is helpful for like kind of where you were yeah yeah I think definitely like it feels directional I guess is what I'm asking I think yeah I mean I think just in the sense of really kind of I guess the contentedness feels in some ways related to being like I am enough yes and that is all kind of in this okay this is fine you know this like fruit keeps like coming to me like okay it's an avocado like the pit is enough like I don't need all like the meat on top of it or whatever like the avocado meat I don't know maybe a bad can I say something though because that really moved me what you just said I know I've told you the story where I was like oh I don't have to be more than I am yeah and it's like the essence is the feeling I just got from what you said which was like I started realizing that the actions I started taking after I saw that were not from a place of thinking I had to do something to be more yeah instead it was coming from a this just feels fun or you know what I mean yeah yeah (laughs) sorry and I know that you like I don't know yeah there was something interesting because I, I know that you have said that to me so many times like so many times being like well I really had this change when I saw that I right. was enough as I am or didn't need to be more than I was and then like hearing it in the recording that I listened to from two years ago like she said it and then I was like okay two people are saying this to me and then yeah so I feel like that's it's starting to like I'm starting to feel it more and that's and even what you like, said about timing Like, oh, I've had things that people have said to me for years, and then all of a sudden one day I understand them in a way I hadn't before. But I couldn't have forced that to happen. Yeah. It feels like going back to the avocado metaphor. (laughs) That like if I am an avocado pit, that (laughs) deep thoughts with Sarah. Then I don't have to um, be like I should be an avocado, or I should. Or what? What if I was a to strawberry? A, yeah. I wish I was a banana. But then it's like whatever I become is whatever I become. So it's like, oh, if I become like an avocado and then I become like a tree. That's but not the how avocados. <laughs> the tree doesn't come from the avocado. I just, just want to everyone clear. to know. <laughs> the avocado comes from the tree, but it comes from the pit. It's confusing. <laughs> Who knows? Right? No, yeah, I think the tree comes from the pit. Yeah. (laughs) This is a botany show. (laughs) Gardening. Um, Yeah, like there's, yeah. It's like, whatever. 
Yeah. And oh, the essence it's... never changes. That's the thing. Yeah. It's the just change. There's so much that I put on it. What I'm supposed to be, or who, or how I'm supposed to be, and what I'm supposed to be doing, and yeah. I'm very excited. <laughs> I feel like we will remember this moment for years to come, <laughs> especially given we can listen back. Yeah, <laughs> we'll listen to it every year. And we're like, mark the date. What's the date? Twenty April twenty fifth. Yeah. Momentous day for us all. I love you, Sarah Sammy. I love you, Julia Shazad. <laughs> Thank you for bearing with me through this episode. I had an incredibly difficult time putting it together and figuring out how to start this conversation about work, but I figured I needed to start somewhere, so I might as well start with my own struggles. As always, I hope the upcoming episodes provide nuggets of wisdom, glimpses of clarity, and new insights for myself and for all of you listening. But for now, I hope you have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and that you find the courage to be vulnerable in whatever way you need to.